Hello, this is The Late Night Grin, we produce wrestling conversational content, tonight there is a little known event uh, known as The Blood and the Guts, I have an expert guest on his way to the studio, he has just arrived, he's in a different setting, he looks like he's coming from sort of a, a villa overseas, living the good life. Not that any of us hard workers see it over at Rest with Pure SP, you know. You get what you get. Here he is, that piece of shit. How you doing, Monty? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Should we go here? What do you want to do here? This one or this one? This oh, one shows no, more. I don't. It's too personal. This one is this one's this one's less personal, is what you mean? Yeah, this one. Hang on, wait. This this one, let's, this let's keep let's keep it. Let's just do a whole show. We pick options here. Would you like um? <laughs> would you like this as our backdrop or? <laughs> Where's that came from, bro? <laughs> what about this? Yeah, let's roll with this. Roll yeah, with right, cool. Hello, everyone. Uh, we do podcasts around here, kind of. Uh, it's a big night. It's a big night for Monty. He's just had a big match announced on the show, which we're going to get into. Um, you doing all right, mate? You excited? Uh, yeah, fired up. <laughs> As you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem tired at all, man. You seem fresh. You seem excited. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Like ready. It. I'm just ready for blood and guts. To be honest, all the other stuff on the show is just white noise to me. Like if that, no, like, don't need any of it. So, are you referring there to Max Caster and the Gun Club versus Danhausen and two mystery opponents? Because that's happening. Sounds bad. Yeah, it does. I don't Do know. We... That doesn't is, there like, like at all. is there like a potential surprise we're missing out? Like, why do you have mystery partners for? Chat. Is Bro, there it's... What are we doing here? <laughs> Professional. I said, I said, I said, I said earlier, like, honestly, when it comes to this blood and guts card, like, I would have been happy with blood and guts and like one match, two matches, maybe. Yeah, and it's they're just adding and adding on to this card, bro. And it's like, it's shit. I won't mind it, but it's shit that people no one asked for. Like, who asked for Ethan Page versus Orange Cassidy? Well, like, all hail Orange Cassidy's back. Um, someone said it Someone said it on the timeline. The I think it might have been yesterday or earlier. And it was like, you know, like, Orange Cassidy is, you know, he's kind of, even though he's one of their more popular people, like, you kind of want to keep him special. And if you just keep doing matches yeah. with him, it kills it. And he's done... This is his third match in like a week, bro. Like, what are mm-hmm. we doing? That part um, is real. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I will say, though, I don't... I think you'll be surprised. <laughs> Blood and Guts, War Games, we overestimate how long they should be. Seriously. Like, the best War Games matches of yesteryear are like 25 minutes. When it, 
These modern ones, these modern fuckers in NXT, they go like 50 minutes, dude. Too long, you know? But I get you. It's six, it's 12, man, and I, I understand it. But in all seriousness, I'm really excited for uh, for the blood and the guts. I was thinking about this earlier when I was getting very mad about the fact that I now have a fucking keyboard just sitting on top of my laptop, like some sort of dipshit. I was thinking about the fact that... Um, <laughs> Uh, well, what, what, I was actually, what I was actually thinking about was the fact that the Americans have ruined the television industry. And it was, it was oh, explained yeah. to me in great detail that actually, if you want a TV that's not actually big, but not actually small, you're fucked because they're extinct because of the Americans. So you're to blame for that, folks. You can wear that one. All right. Anyway. Oh, my God. The Motor City Machine Guns. Could it be? Detroit, brother. Do you pop for that? Do you pump your fist? No Motor Sorry. City pop? No, apart from, but like, what they're going to do to fucking... Like... Work the gun club. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Like... Anyway, back to TV. So apparently, everyone now, because America kind of runs the market, everyone's going over 50. That's outrageous. I ain't got space for over 50. What do you think fucking... What do you place is, you know? So... You know, it's cheaper to get one that's over 50 inches than it is to get, like, a 42-inch because they're extinct. There's none left. Terrible. Anyway, enough about that. So, anyway, I just keep... Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I've enjoyed your uh, technical meltdown the past few days. I can't lie. It's been unbearable. It really has. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, enough about my keyboard. I was going to say something about Blood and Guts. Or was it's I? Gone tonight. Is it? Oh, we better get a move on then. What time are we on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of sorts, bro. Genuinely. Like, so out of it. Like, I'm in that state where I'm like logging on to Twitter for, like just to know what's going on and immediately get mad. I'm like, God, fucking do I walk around, get mad, get fired that's up. Gonna, you know? That's the uh, <laughs> that's the murder I've been in the past couple of days. I can't lie. Because, uh, you know. <laughs> Been at the beach the past couple of days. Got back. My God. Got back last night. You know. When anything, when anything's came up, I've said I've sent out the bat signal to Jamie, see if he's available to write a story from there. Um, but yeah, I've been back. I've been back the past day or so, and yeah, came onto this podcast because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I know blood and guts is on. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to talk I about. Six, really. I got my six and a quarter already. Um, Imagine it sucks. What do we do if it sucks? Can we build like a plan, guys? You in the chat so you can help on this. Like, do we do we just say people haven't? You know what Drake did, where he was like, "You just haven't caught up yet." As <laughs> 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 a United front, we all just say that people haven't figured it out yet. You'll get it one day. Don't worry about it, kid. This is paywall, isn't it? Yes, it is. I feel like you're not going to talk about Drake, are you? No, 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 no. Okay. Feel like we could uh, say if it is bad. Yeah. I feel like we could rally up enough people, pretend that it's good, and have like a good amount of people yeah. also like believe that it's good. Well, <laughs> if we get Hollywood and everyone involved, right? If we get Hollywood to write a thread, he won't do it him. though, man. He's got too much cred as a damn analyst. He won't do it. If it sucks, he's going to tweet it, and it's going to be bad yeah, for but him. Have you have you considered that it also involves um? John Moxley and um, yeah, how great are Hollywood tweets where he's just like, 
he'll be like noon and he'll just tweet, man, why doesn't Moxley tape his wrist with white tapes on it? He fucking rules. I prefer I prefer his gear at Bloodsport and shit. Yeah, and people like actually have a debate about it. Like, Hang on a second. The shorts look terrible, you know? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. Um <laughs> It'll be good in all serious. I think it actually will probably be fucking great. I mean, I don't know if you've heard, but there's this guy in the match called Eddie Kingston. <laughs> who um little known fact, great professional wrestler. We don't talk about him a lot on our shows, but the best. I've heard that. Yeah, many are saying he's the best. There are he's over the 30 best. people here, bro. Confirm shoot has just messaged me. We should just call these Grin Prompt 2 from now on. Sounds racist. <laughs> How do we feel about this? I don't, I don't want to blame Jake Hager, do you? I've kind of like decided I like Jake Hager, and I'm not quite sure when that happened or why. Are you with me on that, or am I alone? I've never disliked Jake Hager. Oh, that fucking rules. Yeah, Just don't feel anywhere about him. Yeah, it's a big dude. Had some MMA fights. Popped me in Bellator, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that did rule, actually. That's fair. Did you... Uh, you know when you see people getting very heated about wrestlers? I, I think I know your answer on this. Do you think, like... How do you care, you know? Like, how many wrestlers do you I think that about, like, 90% of, of things. <laughs> See, this is the thing about Monty, folks. You don't realise this, so I very much do. Is you're, like, you're kind of bulletproof in the realm of wrestling discourse, you know? Like, there's stuff that really irritates me when it's in my mentions, and you're, like, you run WrestlePure. You don't give a fuck, right? You just I think it's because I've seen so much of it, and it's, like, when you see so much of it. So even when I, even when the account had, like, 8k followers it's just it's like, a lot still yeah yeah you um you know you tweet news and people give their opinions that you didn't ask for and it's kind of how it goes with a uh, news page i guess but see i like the discourse but it's like it, when people that like <laughs> i'm i'm very quick to just assume people are insane so when, anyone, when anybody tweets something annoying or whatever i just assume they're insane and Keep moving on and ignore them and just leave them to, you know, do whatever they're doing. On, on the contrary, <laughs> you tweet these star rating tweets, and rather than muting the tweet, I, I just leave it in my mentions so I can get mad about it for some reason. <laughs> so, like today, I went on. This is after the television fiasco. Don't you guys know this, but the Americans have fucking destroyed the television industry just in pieces. Anyway. <laughs> So I went, on, I went on Twitter and I went to the mentions and I saw Moxley Tanahashi was barely three and a half. And I went, oh, fuck off, man. Along <laughs> <laughs> <Locked> my phone. <laughs> Got really mad about it. <laughs> I'm surprised at the amount of people who were... Uh... The, main, the, main, the main talking point from the uh, that tweet was definitely the Orange Cassidy uh, Osprey match. This talk... And... Uh... This is and it was like, <laughs> you sure you want me to talk about it? <laughs> um, so four, we give it four and a half stars, right? And that's obviously between all of us sort of thing. And no, it was just a great mix between people calling it a joke that it was so high and actively mad that it wasn't five. Like, yeah. like it was some, like we give it three and a half. What did you give it, you piece of shit? You were low on it, weren't you? 
You fucking you would you give it three and a half, didn't you? Uh, not quite. Three and three quarters. I give it four. I go four and three quarters. I know. Oh yeah, of course you do. I sent this it to you. Not, you I get, run I that get it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I, I get it, but it's just not. It's just kind of um. I enjoyed it. It's not like it's not like I'm gonna sit here and say oh, it wasn't for me, but it wasn't like. It didn't tick the boxes it did for other people for me, if mm. that makes sense. Like it ticked a lot like of boxes. It didn't it ticked a lot of boxes, but it didn't tick all the ones that it ticked yeah. for everyone else, you know. Like I prefer I'll prefer from that show, Max yeah. Tanner, hundred percent. One thousand percent. Like hearing that crowd get behind Tanner was just like surreal to me. Like there was go ace chance and there was ace chance, but when, yeah, he, when, when he had him in the chat, when it, I love the ace chance because like when do you ever hear that? And it was uh, fucking ruled. It was like he had him in the choke, and it was just like ace, 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 ace. ace. And like he decided on the flyer, he was like, "I'm gonna just sell this like it's just a headlock." So like he started doing this thing where he like turned in on it and like built to his knee, like he was just in like a fucking rest hold, and it's one of Moxley's finishes. What are you gonna do, man? Tell him not to do that. It's Roshi Tanashi. He's, he's yeah. It was um. The way the way that he like, can just connect, even in his battered old state, he's just yeah, he's one of the greats. He genuinely is in the uh, conversation at least for like the greatest in ring baby face of all time. Like, yes. He's got to be in that conversation. Is him, <clears throat> him, Steamboat Mysterio, maybe Ricky Morton. My four. It's my, my, my Mount Rushmore off the top of my head, I think. I'm intrigued if chat has any good ones on that. That's interesting. Um, usually, it's over, we have like over 10 on a lot of these ratings, right? Like an AEW show, there'll be like 12 ratings we, we, we put together, aren't there? Um, it depends. It varies because obviously not everyone watches everything. So like if, as you'll notice, if you go if you go to the page, wait, oh, if, you actually go to, if you actually go to the site and click on the link and look at the full ratings that we give, there'll be a bracket. With a number in it next to every rating, that'll be how many contributors um have voted on it basically, and it usually ranges from you know about seven to about sixteen. Um, I think there's seventeen altogether. It's very rare that everyone votes for everything. Um, Raw usually gets like six. Dynamite oh, usually gets like those, right? yeah, and uh, Dynamite's usually like in high teens. That's usually the um, most rated matches, shows of the week, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Raw's good, and <laughs> we like Raw. You and I would talk about Raw. Quite I much. actually like it at the moment, I'll be honest. So Yeah, you get pretty excited. You... I didn't pay that much attention to it this week, to be honest, Um, but I had it on. I have a rough idea of what me, happened. Like, all caps, you just send me, like, oh my God, you know, like just... Liv versus Lex is happening. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh my God, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the television set on. That's all I have a television set. Anyway, so there's a show on tonight, Blood and Guts, right? I want to play a game with you, Monty, all right? Chat, you can get involved in this if you want. Let's guess the order, you know? King's got open for the baby faces, right? He has to, because it only yeah, because it's two on one. It'll be two on one as well, so it's like, that's the guy you want in that position. So Yeah. It feels illogical for him not to get in first to me. No, yeah, because okay. especially with how fired up and ready for it is and everything. King and so. Garcia. That's the play. 
I asked to play. I really do. They've got, they've got great intensity to when they work. Do you have Hager come in last for them? No? Last time he came in before Jericho. <laughs> he might again. I don't know. I just... Like, last for the baby faces has to be Claudio, right? No, yeah, because he's going to come in and just fucking... Because <laughs> you have to do the hot take, yeah. Yeah, he's going to do the most insane, like, 90-second fucking madness anyone's seen you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i think you is there i think it's either you already to be honest with you um the problem with you is and he's fabulous um brother i'm gonna get into it more than i already have if only you knew how funny this this reply is because trust me that place was of no use to me today let me tell you about the american market talk about <laughs> I'm just finished. It was fine. I'm just, I play these things up, you know. Anyway, the problem with you is I fear him and Garcia would have something too much resembling a wrestling match. I don't want that, you know. With Eddie and Garcia, they like beat the shit out of each other, like gouge each other and buy it and fuck Well, it. what are we, are we doing? Who do we want to start or who do we think we'll start? Do whatever you want, mate. It's podcasting, isn't it? Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I, I definitely want Eddie to start, therefore. Garby, I did. Pretty much for the reasons you said. Like, you're just going to go in there and just start biting niggas and shit. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then you go, so who, so second here win, you probably do like one of the 2.0 guys, right? Probably. Get Matt get, yeah. Get Daddy Matt Lee in get, there. Need him in get, there, ASAP. Then you can get Santana Ortiz in, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so then you, cause you need to get, that's the thing is the tags will probably pair. So when you go, when you get both teams in, you can then kind of try and figure out what you're going to do. Mostly is always difficult with these because it's like, like, do you logically buy the idea that if Dean, if King's getting the shit kicked out, Mox just wouldn't just charge in second and be like, here we can fucking go with all blood pouring down his head? I don't know, because like, I, I do think this is very possible. I think there's a chance they save any flaws because it'll be the big, you know, but, but I just think Considering he's literally been chasing Jericho around the arenas, the idea that he wouldn't just leap in the cage immediately and be like, it's fucking That fire. pop, though. Yeah, it's the problem, yeah. That the pop would be fucking... That pop would be crazy, bro. You and I have a lot of fun, but like, I actually can't fucking wait for this. Yeah, I'm more, I'm more excited for this. I haven't been excited for a match like I have for this, even though I'm, I'm not exactly showing it right now. Um... <laughs> um when was that song? Was it sort of for a match like this? Probably like Briscoe's FTR or some shit. Yeah, because I, I said, I think I texted you about it. Like, AEW, this is the most exciting match of the year for me. Pretty easily, I think. I'm intrigued what, what you guys, if you've got an alternative. But, like, I don't... Part of it's because of how good Anarchy in the arena was. And, like, I had doubts about that, you know? But I, I feared they were just going to, like, walk around the arena and do, like, table spots. And they did both of those things, but it was... Fucking insane. Too many geniuses involved. That's right what it is. Yeah. Like, there's just too many. Like, more, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, what the insane Eddie spot's going to be. So like, in, in, in Anarchy in the Arena, there was a petrol can part. There's like, what is he going to do? Maybe he just like, kills one of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> right someone off. It's not a shiv. <laughs> like, like, you know two dimes on NXT, just kill someone off for good? Oh, bro. 
Imagine, imagine Jake Hager's deal. That was art, out. man. Like, this is... Would you get, honestly, like, I know TNA got a lot of hate for this, but seriously. <laughs> hang on, hold up. If Jake Hager's contract was coming up, would you be like opposed to Eddie Kingston just like killing him tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying he has still, or it has to be like graphic, right? Like, like, could it just be like a ledge, like, not a ledge, just assume that he murdered him? <laughs> I know how, 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 how would you do it? Genuinely, know, no, 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 you can't drop that and not come up with some sort maybe of like, fantasy booking way of doing it. Maybe he like gets like a fork and just goes to town and like the referee, like rather than checks his arm, he just checks his pulse, waves it off. Shivani just said, I think you may be dead, and that's the end of it. You just let people assume. You don't have to go the whole, you don't have to do like a funeral skit or anything, you know what I mean? It sounds like something Jericho would pitch. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. Imagine how you could be in there when he pitched that. You wouldn't have a problem with that, Jake, right? <laughs> There'll be a spot for you in Ring of Honor. He shows up in Bellator in three months' time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. No, no, in all seriousness, um, I actually think Jericho and Eddie is one of the best things they've done. It has not been perfect, but I kind of was confident this would work as a matchup. They've got a lot of it. Dude, they started interacting in November. And it feels hot because they've kept things adding to it and they've kept moving. I think they've done a hell of a job. Um, Great job. Yeah. And Chris <clears throat> is back, man. That's the result of the feud. If you said what's actually come of the feud, Jericho's fucking back, right? Back. Back. Yeah. No. I wouldn't say better than ever, but yeah, he hasn't popped me like this for a while. And That's I'll be cool. honest, so you said that they've been going at it since November. If it wasn't, if blood and guts wasn't right now, I would be totally fine with this just carrying on. <laughs> but, I think it will, because it might, to be honest, yeah, like you said, um, but because it's blood and guts, like that's the blow off of full blow off matches. So like, um, yeah, I think you know, it's a bit. I think what they'll probably do, to be honest with you, is do a TV match with Eddie and King in the next month. Jericho Eddie gets the winning King. match. Eddie and King, the, the <laughs> Joe Holbert dream match. Jericho and King. And uh, mm -hmm. sometimes I read the chat and talk at the same time. It's always incredible. <laughs> Jericho and King on TV in the next month. Jericho wins, and then you do the rubber match all out. Because they did it with MJF. Do you remember that? Like MJF and Jericho wrestled on TV. And then the rest of it all out where the babyface got his win. I don't think Jericho's yeah. going to just lose to Eddie twice in singles matches. I think he'll beat Eddie in a singles and then they'll do like last man standing it all out or some, some shit like that. That's my guess. But I don't need that, to be honest. I think I actually think this could be it. Like, I think do you think, the feud, do you think the feud, how do you think it ends? Like, just like, is Jericho going to shake his hand or what, what are we doing? No, I don't. I think just. Eddie gets a degree of revenge that's like brutal enough that everyone kind of concludes it's over, you know. Okay, you know, like, okay. Well, no, but like <laughs> there's, that's the thing, right? When, you know, you you do the blow off where because the thing with tonight is you can do a very different kind of blow. -off. You can do something where King makes a 2.0 guy tap, right? Or fuck Claudio does whoever. So you kind of leave it um, that Eddie still wants more from from Jericho and such. And I think you just, you have him beat Jericho in a way that's like very final when Jericho takes a couple of weeks and comes back and does whatever he's going to do. I mean, 
It all depends what other stuff you have planned because Alfresh is three weeks after all out, right? They've come thick and fast these shows this year, bro. Yeah. They've come thick and fast, man. Um... Yeah. You know it's on every Wednesday, Dynamite? Another show over Rampage, dude. So they, they've been running that every Friday. Rampage like, is still on. No, fuck no. Oh. That's on it's the okay. uh, that's on the Honor Club streaming service. Did you know that, dude? This is that Ring of Honor. You see that Ring of Honor poster? <laughs> see your reaction to it, did bro. You know? I no, it did it... pop me. It did pop me still because uh, it's not. It's nice, man. Oh, that's it looks nice good. artwork. Yeah, it looks good. And you know, what I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten you can do wrestling posters and not have to feature like 40 people on them because both of the big two do that now. <laughs> I guess WB kind of doesn't, but I don't really see their stuff a lot because no one on my timeline tweets about it. But no. seeing like a poster that just said like, here are the four important people on our show <laughs> was like, my God, man, I forgot this was a thing. You know, AEW posters have like Mark Henry on them, which fine. You know. <sighs> yeah, this was like it's happening, right? Yuta Garcia. I feel like it's kind of a lock. They shot an angle on Dark last night, weren't they? Did they? They did. Uh-huh. Do you not know that as a, as the man behind the famous Furious Twitter account? I watch Dark, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> I watch. Uh, I watch. Uh, I watch select wrestlers because I enjoy watching them squash people. Like, um, I say I didn't watch Dark. I watched about two minutes of Dark because I watched uh, Brody King and. I haven't seen oh, it yeah. yet. That wasn't even last night's one, was it? That was the uh, elevation. Ed- yeah, elevation or whatever. But um, yeah, some people enjoy watching the squashes, so I might watch their uh, little two minutes of dark here and there. But I find it like instant. <laughs> people, I find it funny how people, how some AEW fans are like dunk on someone for watching SmackDown, but genuinely sit there start to finish through dark. <laughs> like that's nuts to me. <laughs> But, um, you know. That stuff always rules, man. <laughs> like, fair. Like, it's just match after match. But it's like, what's, what's the actual hook of that? Honestly, it's this, which is even funny that we used to do a commentary track. It's Taz and Excalibur, legitimately. That's the best thing about the show. But, um, <laughs> there was a tweet. The best wrestling podcast. I agree with that, but there was a tweet. Our pal Backup Hangman tweeted, I turned off Raw after Cena's segment. And like multiple people replied to him, Why did you even watch it for Cena's segment? <laughs> like Raw's like this show, no one sees it pops. <laughs> like Raw's, Raw's up to like 2 million viewers again, dude. It's not like he's the only one in the world mm-hmm. watching the fucking thing. It isn't MLW Fusion. It's not as good as MLW Fusion, you know what I mean? But it's. Oh, everyone, everyone pretends that they don't watch it, but you know, especially that piece of shit Jack Crosby. I need to tell you something about him, chat. Listen, listen I'm, I, I kind of, I'm not doing it to Crosby. I'm not doing it to him. Listen to this shit. Man. I've got, I've got, I've got more people who will take my shots out of this channel. It's fine. Can um, you just, just, just let me do it. You know, he sends a tweet. His own tweet. He sends now. This is where he's at in his life. So. We just mentioned the most hit machine guns. Chris Saban took a picture of Sanjay Dart and Jack quotes with it with Motor City Machine Guns versus FTR. Let's do this thing already. All caps. Is that a real tweet? Yes. Seven likes. So he obviously was disappointed with the lack of traction and texted it to us. 
I, he turned with a caption of, let's fucking go, all caps. I replied, grow up, kid. He said, I have hope. At this point, Shoot texted me privately and said, watch this. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so Shoot texted me, watch this, and then sent in the group chat. Cash has a concussion, so FTR won't even be there tonight. <laughs> Jack replies, well, come on. Walk his ass down at the ring for a stare down. Shoot immediately reveals he was lying about the concussion and nothing was gained from this bit. <laughs> uh. so, um, we explained to him that we don't like him when he's optimistic because he's bald and old. He didn't like that part. But that's where the conversation ended, actually. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so these TVs, right? <laughs> so, um, I don't know, <clears throat> the, the Yanks are again, Monty. Have you heard about this? Bloody, bloody Yanks are again ruining the television industry, you know? He said, he said they've, they've ruined it. He said, they've, I don't know, he said, the Americans. Well, I said, they usually do, those fuckers. I said, wait until I tell the Grinner Circle about this, man. This yeah, is not you, common you knowledge. Was, uh, you're sending me paragraphs about how 60-inch TVs are uh, half the price of 42-inch TVs. And yeah. It was, uh, it was a moment. So. They do your deal on the soundboard and you get it for like only for like 200 pounds. Great, man. You know? <clears throat> and I was told that everything looks better if you watch just HD programs, which I definitely needed the ex- expert analysis of, you know? You see Andrew's comment about the show of the year. Uh, Cross versus Davy Boy. Pro wrestling is back, brother. Bah. Bah. <laughs> Big British Davy on Flair's last match. <laughs> that one actually's—that's like a positive for me because that actually does make me want to watch the show. So I—I uh, I survived that one. The Joker Fatu one was a bullet, brother. That was—I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna watch this thing. Fuck. I have no what? interest in Cross and Davy Boy. Why are you um? Why are you pretending like you have to be one over to watch this card? Dude, it is. be serious with each other here, though. And you know this about me. I very seldom will stream these events. You know this about me. Yeah, I know, but I'm this, is, this isn't just a fucking GCW or a Defy show. Or this is but this is 73-year-old Ric Flair fired up. But they haven't. He's getting like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I can't do. It. I can't. I can't buy it, and I'm not illegally streaming it, which feels more grimy in some ways. You know, that's my issue. It's it's just it's difficult. Like it's expensive too, isn't it? No. How much did it rule that I'm now being informed that TVs aren't even priced that way in the US, which apparently leads the market and is the whole reason it was. <laughs> It was priced that way. <laughs> um, I'm going to wake up tomorrow to like a cancelled patronage and someone's, someone's going to leave in their exit survey that I was too mean about the Americans. It's going to be terrible. So, um, yeah. We ready to go over three stars on Rick Flair's last month? Well, who is he wrestling? He doesn't have an opponent, does he? No. I think it was supposed to be lethal, which and uh I don't know. Tony man. Khan's blocked it, I think. What was Conrad? Dude, imagine Imagine they shot an angle where like Flair 
went up to the press conference like, sorry guys, we're going to have to cancel it. I haven't got an opponent. And Connie fucking blindsided him. So like... Flair blades and Connie's like standing over him, just beating the shit out of him. I'm interested by like who the actual best answer is. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pops me thing. Um... In what, like, in terms of who's possible or who, just in, if you could pick anyone in the world, pick anyone in the world. Most people are possible, really, except for WWE guys, <laughs> really. If you can pick anyone. You need a balance of a guy who's a workhorse but doesn't hit too hard. That's the important thing, you know, because he's in his seventies. Like I don't, you need to fight. Like a lot of the best workers now, they beat the fuck out of guys, man. Well, yeah, fair. I know he loves AJ, but AJ's fucking AJ. I swear, every time I see AJ wrestle, he leaves like a busted lip, and he's like, "Oh fucking!" You see him on Monday? Was it Monday? Fucking wrong, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> like with the Miz. He went half a star with a Miz, with the Miz and came out of it fucked. Like, what the fuck's I wasn't like paying, but I watched a bit of it and I was like, this isn't as bad as Dave said. It's just a match. And I'd stopped kind of, I looked away, looking up a little bit. And then at the end of the match, he's like this fucking gash across his head. <laughs> like, sting. Everyone's saying sting. I mean, a six minute glass with Sting. Six is it's longer than you think in a wrestling match, brother. Fair. No, but a lot of it will just be like staring and yeah. Yeah, and... yeah you're right. Suzuki. <laughs> in all seriousness, if he was healthy, Cody oh. would be a great opponent. Oh. In all seriousness, Cody Dustin? would be. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah, but Cody has, you know, Cody would be. Could you imagine his promos? Cody would, yeah, Cody would genuinely treat it like it's fucking. His promo on Monday was unbelievable, dude. Who was he talking about who he said as the heart of Harley Race? What the fuck was he talking about? He's a. Uh... Bro, I fucking love Cody. He's, uh, I've said it a million times, but he's so pro wrestling. But yeah, even when you don't know what he's talking about, it's just like he said. He's like he said. He said Harley Race. Like, he's a term at Sammy. He's like he's antics full people, but he's a genius in the ring. <laughs> Dude lost the Johnny Knoxville and the fucking Jackass crew. <laughs> he's a genius in the ring. I popped tremendously at that. What, okay, let's seriously talk about this because everyone's saying it and we're kind of ignoring it because we're on a blarpy spot. But how do we produce <clears> Robert <throat> O'Neill versus Ric Flair? Like, what is it like? Does Bob just work as like Vader? Does he like, just bruise? Oh bruise my you? god, how have you just that's weird, bro? It's sending him out there dressed up as Vader. And just <laughs> the best thing is, Flair didn't even like wrestling Vader, the real one. So, Bob doing God's way. <laughs> Dude, you, know, you know the mad punches that he does. Oh he yeah, the corner cool ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's an amazing moment in in that match, Starcade, running free. <clears throat> Vader's just beating the fuck out of him. Seamus like, and Drew with the heart of Harley. There you go. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> like, Flair has no offense, right? So Vader's just beating the hell he out. He's still chop. For sure, but like even he's probably he said like he wasn't an offensive wrestler, so Vader's beating the hell out of him and he rolls out the ring and apparently Hardy Ray said to him, like, oh, stop you're talking about, oh, 
Oh, yeah, okay. the real match. Yeah, this is nineteen ninety three. Apparently, when he rolled that ring, Harley was like, "Stop embarrassing yourself." <laughs> Rick was like, I had "To fire up and fight back." Vader makes you earn every inch, bro. He fucking kicks the shit out of you. Flair this wants is... to get you had the fingers with Flair as well. Like he was a, uh, you know. He <laughs> like Michael Myers. It'd be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, what was she saying? <laughs> I was just say Flair, really. You know, he used to give everyone a lot. Uh, yeah. He did. Yeah, he give Bob a lot. Is what you're saying? What's your finish, kid? <laughs> <laughs> Bob's like, what would be the funniest finish that Bob could have? Imagine Bob doing the big swing. That this there's got to be funny. Um, <laughs> figure four, maybe. <laughs> like an Indian deathlock. You know, the, say... you know the gimmick that Al Desperado does. Well, I don't yes. know if you've watched it. <laughs> like, yeah, he does... fucking rules, by the way. <laughs> and he falls back when you hit him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get Bob to do that. Dude, did you watch that match with Swerve and Keith? Yeah, I watched the whole show. That little bit of offense. I know he's done it before, but the way he did it on Sunday was unbelievable. When he that cares, like, he's phenomenal. <laughs> he's like, one you know, of those swerves, swerves like super kick through the bottom rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah brother's feet get hooked on the ropes and he does a stomp. Mm-hmm. When he gets rolling, he's fucking unbelievable, man. Seriously. Seeing yeah. those two guys lock up was a lot of fun. Really did like it. He's a... Uh, um, yeah, definitely. Pretty, I think you I think you might have mentioned it before. It's like a lot of these uh, guys from New Japan because they actually work like the schedule that everyone thinks that WWE wrestlers work. Yeah. <laughs> but they work an insane amount of dates. Um they kind of pick the spots a lot more. For um, sure. I think we definitely saw it with Tanner, you know. I think we we said like, when we done the Dynamite review, so like, Tanner wasn't even like hitting sing, sling blades like properly or intentionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's his move. Um then obviously on Sunday you fucking went all in, brother. And uh our Desperado's the same, like he'll he's one of those wrestlers, like you'll you know, you'll kind of coast and you know, you'll mm-hmm. have the odd match in a uh, best of super juniors with someone that he wants to wrestle, then um he'll get to the final and he's all gun blazing. So uh, Absolutely. He's uh yeah, but, but once he gets going, he's he's real deal. He's real. So I've been catching up on this Alan Angel's business and shoot Mississippi about an hour ago and said that he actually turned the company down, right? Is that what, is that the latest money on that front? Do we know? I don't know, man. Apparently he just... Uh, I, I haven't seen... Like, I, I, think, I think Sean, Sean done a... Well, Sean interviewed him, so he's done some like... Took some notes. Okay. Right, so... Oh my God, are you pulling it up yeah. like a reporter? Is that what we're doing here? I was told about a month and a half ago that they're not going to resign me. Oh. They did offer me pub, a pub appearance, which he decided not to take. Oh. So. I was completely yeah. wrong, folks. <laughs> I just quickly wiped that from the record. That was not the case. Um, he did not turn them down. He got what would you turn down the pub appearance, do? Because. I don't get that. Not that I'm talking from experience. Or sometimes you need to get out of the pool rather than leave your toes in, you know? Just, it's just you gotta, you know, get out and you can jump back in another time. I was actually uh, surprised. Yeah, out of the oh, dark order, out, yeah, out of the dark order, guys. 
Is he good as well? <laughs> no, he's reading good. a book, yeah. So, my, so was Stu, but, you know. Well, he's still, I'm sure Stu still is. But, um, yeah, I just... Um, it's, uh, it's weird, man. It's, uh... I just think the thing is, when you're a guy who's that young, and I noticed this when you wrestled Brian, it was a nice little match, but he needs, like, actual creative. I know that sounds dumb, but, like, Guys, when they get to a certain point in their career and they know who they are, they can just slot in and out. Like, you need this guy to lose a TV match, he'll make the most of that. I'm not saying Angel's let anyone down because he's a fucking good talent, but <clears throat> it's fair for him to be somewhere where he gets, like, actual focus. Because, look, I'm not saying he'll ever be a top guy, but his development absolutely is not going to be, like, you know, accelerated by the system he was in before where he was just kind of floating around and doing... Oh, yeah, it's not going to get a derby push or anything like that. Exactly, because <laughs> that's the important thing. Like, And this is why I kind of... I talk about this with Cesaro, and I kind of want to do less of, like, the misuse thing. Because wrestling's so fucking weird, dude. Like, if I give you 20 wrestlers, and I give the chat 20 wrestlers, and I add them to it, and I said, let's rank them in terms of your priorities, we would all have such different answers. And I don't think any of them are necessarily wrong because I don't think any of these people actually like, re- I don't think any of this is truly a difference business wise. It really comes down to the book of just picking, like, picking which guy's popping the most. It will be in real at this point in the game. And um, it's like Santana and Ortiz, right? I saw they came up and there's a lot of talk about Santana and I've been talking about this for ages. And it's like, I think they should have been the tag team champs. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm very much aware that if they were the tag team champs, Dynamite wouldn't be doing like a 1.3 right now. Like I'm aware it's just the exact same show, just with guys that I like more than <laughs> Jurassic Express, you know. And that's where it kind of, uh, it kind of, it's it's not a very fun podcast of it because it kind of simplifies things and makes it lame. But it's like, normally it's just the dude picking, right? Well, pretty much. That's what, yeah. t- that's what Tony does. He's, it's what Claudio, I think Claudio would be great because he's so like plug and play. It's just you know, absolutely. You just throw him in there, have this great match with Pat. anyone, or fucking, yeah, <laughs> or any, literally anyone. <laughs> I agree. It's so. interesting. Man. It's just we're gonna see it more and more, and like there's gonna be this weird behavior every time it happens. But there was this weird thing today where there was like a pushback on anyone that was upset about the Dark Order. Bro, it's it's, like, I hate all that shit, bro. That people right. just let people be bummed out, man. Like, the, what if yeah. it's like a surprise to people that people yeah. like Alan Angels or Stu Grace? You know? Just let people so, enjoy look, them, man. And... I'll be honest with you, right? This is my genuine take. I think the Dark would have probably run its course, to be totally honest. I think it's a real shame the way they wrapped up the story of Hangman, where basically the end of that story was Hangman just stopped liking them, which I don't really like personally for storytelling perspective. I think mean, it's kind of lame. I'm not going to particularly miss them on the show, just being completely you know, as transparent as I can be. But I'm aware they were like a featured act on TV and people weren't like, of course people love the Dark Order, you know? Like, if you'd have told mm. everyone six months ago this is where they'd be, I think people would be devastated. So I just, I think it is a shame, but, you know, it's not a big deal. Where are you out on that? Are you going to like, are you bummed out about it or are you more just like, I get why people are bummed out? I think I'm in a similar boat to you, to be honest. Like, I wish I would have wrapped it up a bit better if this is what they're doing. Like, slowly just kind of dissolving the group. It kind of, like, you know. Um, 
I'm surprised about Alan Angels. I was actually, uh, I don't know if bummed out's the word, but it's not like, I didn't completely not care, if that makes sense. Um, if anything, the whole situation kind of annoyed me because of the discourse on Twitter. Like seeing, um, pe- seeing people... Um, do the WWF thing. Yeah, seeing people being like, you know, or how, or, you know, they weren't doing anything with them. So, well, actually, they should have released them and all that sort of shit. Yeah. I'm just let people, someone's bummed out because the wrestlers left the favorite promotion and like just let them be. Like, mm-hmm. They're not saying AEW is the worst company in the world, they just probably tweeted something like they should have kept Alan Angels. Someone's allowed yeah. to think that, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, the one thing with the AEW stuff, and I never tell someone they're wrong, but I've talked about this in the last month or so. Like, I definitely think there's a weird attachment to like. It's identity through year one, you know. Like AEW is supposed to be like this one thing that it was in 2019. So, well, no, the reason it was that thing was because <laughs> these guys weren't free agents. I'm sorry, but like Tony Khan fucking loves Claudio <laughs> and mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly and Joe, whoever else. Doesn't mean you have to love them, but it kind of would be crazy if he was like, yeah, but Stu Grayson's been here from the start, you know. It's like, I just don't think that's. I think that's kind of, I'm not going to say I'm fair because it's not like I'm looking to boom. I think you know that's not my intention, but like, <laughs> if we're being real, it's, we can't pretend wrestling hasn't changed dramatically since AEW came around, right? Like, look at the talent that's become available in the last three years, bro. The attachment to the, the, attachment to the first year is uh, it's a weird one because it's like, was it even that good? Like, <laughs> More thing with AEW always being because WWE set the bar so low so many years. Mm. Like AEW could get away with doing like media. I'm not saying they are, but I'm just saying AEW could quite comfortably get away with doing like mediocre with good talent. You know? Um, can you hear me, Monty? Can you hear me right now? I can hear you, yeah, but you are. Uh, there was a little um, bit of lag, but you know, you deal with. You've been dealing with uh, technical difficulties the past twenty-four hours, so we'll live with it. I'm back. <laughs> You're back. You're back. That was really. That was terrifying, bro. I couldn't see anyone. The chat went blank for me. Am I coming through? Okay. Yeah, you bet. You back. You you properly back now. We're good. good. Glad we're back, Monty. Um. Carry on, mate. Sorry, you got you saying so, yeah, I think I've I forgot half of what I said, but I knew we were talking about first year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, is that WWE set the bar so low that like when AEW came around, and even though it wasn't like nowhere near what it is now, people were probably popping for it. Well, the fans of it were popping for it just as much. To be honest. Um, yeah. So um, I also agree with this. To be clear. <clears throat> Like, I do totally get this. This is a good point. Like, the pandemic is a very specific moment in time for everything. Yes. But, like, in the wrestling bubble, you know, there's the there's an element to that. I think a lot of us that love AEW had our fandom strengthened during that time because it was actually good in that time, which was kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. I just... Like, I also agree with this sentiment. Like, And, again, the one thing I want to stress here that I think is kind of objective is... I think they could have done a better job of like, if this is the end of the Dark Order as a group, 
they should have given it some finality. I truly believe that. I, I deserve that. <clears throat> but do I think there's an argument that they were probably at the end of their kind of natural journey? Probably, yeah. It's not like, uh, it's not Stu, Stu had that match. Stu Grayson had the uh, he had like a Dark Order tag match as his last yeah. tag as his last match in the company. We didn't even know it was going to be this match. So yeah, um, yeah, like you oh. said, he, he, if they wrapped it up a bit better, that would be nicer. But I guess it's better than I'm just straight up releasing people and they honor the contracts. That's an argument I've seen quite a lot of. <clears throat> but. Yeah. You know, I think that's basically what it comes down to. Like, they could wrap it up better. I feel like I was thinking about this earlier. I think in like an ideal world, people would, you know, companies would let wrestlers' contracts run out if they didn't want to sign them again. And but when it came to the end, they would do, you know, they'd write them off TV like properly and respectfully. But you know, in the real world, that don't really seem to happen too often. To just, be honest, but... like I think wrestling's kind of. Kind of strange with this stuff. Like, you know when a guy leaves? They say Santana actually leaves in two months, right? Did I say Angel's last match earlier with the tag match or Grayson? Well, I meant Grayson, but... You said Grayson. Okay. Grayson. I think sure. Demon Grimm was just saying, like, to, to your point, you know, it's kind of... Um, mm-hmm. They say Santana leaves. I think it would be a very fitting thing to produce some sort of video to thank him for what he did. I know this will not happen. I know there'll be no reference to him leaving. Instead, he'll just vanish. Yeah, it's a good idea, though. But, like, we're both sports team guys. When a guy does, you know, he's a good servant to your club and they leave, that's, like, the least you expect is, like, a kind of cool little sentiment. Like, dude, Santana was in Stadium Stampede, both Blood and Guts, both Stadium Stampede. He was in the famous parking lot street fight with best friends. Give me a give me a minute video and just say you know thanks to the guy for what he did. And let me stress, folks, I don't know if he's leaving. I'm just speaking and using him as an example. I think the same with WWE, where it's like I fucking hate that their releases just come through Sean now. Like at least actually be public with it and be like, yeah, when when we're moving on, the business partnership's mm-hmm. done. We appreciate very much what this guy did for us because. I think that actually makes it more normal in the way they do it, which is like this weird like secret thing. I think it's fucking strange, dude. I really do. Yeah, I wish it was... Um, I wish a lot of things were a lot more transparent because, like you said, we're sports fans. So all this stuff with injuries, man, like that Sean, Sean's report the other day where it was like, you know, there's more injuries that we don't know about. And, you know, that's kind of always the case with wrestling, that wrestlers yeah. are dealing with stuff and they're working through, like, you know, uh, little bumps and issues that they have or that, you know. Uh, Kenny Omega's the you know obvious example right. we always use in these conversations at the moment. But, you know, wrestlers always carrying injuries that we don't know about. But if someone's out, you know, like, if, someone, if someone gets injured for Chelsea, like I know immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and you know when they're coming back, sort of thing. Um, I guess knowing when they're coming back, that can, I guess, that can kind of be up for debate, I guess, because, you know, you can get those return pop surprises, etc., etc. Right. Um, like, say if, Co- say if Cody Rhodes is back in three months, like, I don't want to know that, you know? And that's where wrestling is a weird beast, right? <clears throat> but, like, okay, it's you Chelsea, right? You've seen your club sell a lot of players that you probably had a connection to, right? I sure have. Well. You know. <laughs> and it's like, 
when they sell a guy who was on the team that won a title, which I haven't experienced, but I'm sure you have, they'll put Sang out and like the sentiment isn't immediately like, but why is he getting sold? It's like, that's just kind of accepted as the way it works. Cause I think it kind of normalizes it in some ways, you know, like this is an example I've been avoiding. I'm going to say it. Fuck it. We're in a paywall. You know, when the fed fired Bray Wyatt, it's like, did Bray Wyatt not deserve like a, Saying more than just that random Saturday morning we've released Bray Wyatt. Everyone move on. Yeah, like, of course he did. And I know it was. I, I know the terms were bad, but that's not really the point, is it? Like, he worked there for fucking ten years. Like, more than that, I think actually. Like, his fans loved him. Like, put Saint together. I don't know, man. I just think. Even for the sake of PR, bro. Well, if you just look for I mean. yeah, <laughs> like, because you're basically look. We all understand getting fired is not good, but what I'm getting at is like. At least it gives his fans like something, mm-hmm. like some kind. Of, I don't know, man. I just I don't want to make this show here. But we've only got a couple more minutes here, but I I'll never forget. And it's one of the most harrowing weeks I can recall, which was was the Brody stuff, you know, and like us all having to sweat bullets over like what WWE was or wasn't going to do. That is fucking pitiful. That's a, that's a disgrace of rest to wrestling. Mm-hmm. This idea that like people logged on to it was like, well, he wouldn't do a 10 bell salute, he didn't work there anymore. It's like, bro, this is like wrestling, it's not life and death, you know. The fact that on Monday John Cena was 20 years into the promotion and we were all stunned they let guys send videos and that was a thing that mm-hmm. WWE even asked for is a an absolute indictment of the industry we follow. That is horseshit. Yeah, it's it's horseshit. ridiculous. When Jericho retires in a couple of years. An AEW, wherever he does it, everyone that wants to send a video should be able to send a video. It's it's more than just about who he's working for at that time. I'm I'm, I'm ranting here, Molly, but I just I think it's wrestling is not popular enough to have this kind of horseshit politics every time. Yeah, it goes it's, to that weird you know? tribalism, man. Yeah, uh, just that like WWE way of doing things as well of being like so wanting to pretend that they're the only company to exist in the world. And, That's a big you know, topic, um, Yeah. So yeah, it's weird, man. It is weird. Um, but to your point, like, it shouldn't be as shocking as it was on Monday. No, it should be the normal. It, like, it shouldn't yeah. be like a discourse for a week. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't be, and even on the even on the flip side, it's like you even get people saying, like, "Oh, Tony shouldn't have done that." Well, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Like, dude, John Cena. They're humans. Like they're his friend. They're his, you know. He's just... And this is a perfect example of what I'm getting at. We both know like, Marnay thing got fucking messy at the end, dude. Like it was weird mm-hmm. the way he left. But ultimately he still played there for the years and was great for him. You do it, you know, you put a bow on it. Like and let me stress again, I'm not expecting anyone to do this. I know that wrestling is rooted in, in weirdness, but I just you know, ultimately they're just letters and fucking brands competing. And I love the competition. I ain't here to do the thing of Really, the beef is just a made-up thing. No, I don't think Tony Khan fucks with a lot of those people in that WWE office, to honest with you, because there's a lot of weird shit that goes on with leaking and weirdo kind of inside stuff. But ultimately, they do wrestling, and, you know, everyone should get their own way with this stuff. Like, we have a niche thing that a couple million people watch, and we should let them have fun with it and share the ball a little bit, you know? So it's this fucking... Let's get away from that outdated bullshit. But anyway. No, yeah. It's just wrestling wrestling as a whole 
sport, you know, instead of WWE yeah. trying to yeah. be the one and only. And it's important. Now, I feel like that's um, WWE is a big part. That's one thing I never, like, you know, like I, I have performed with a uh, good friend TK, but that's one thing I never like take away from him is that like Tony kind of you can tell Tony actively wants that like wrestling world, communal, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah wrestling world. Where even though he probably wants to be the guy who's the head it of it, but at least he still <laughs> he still wants it. Whereas Vince literally wants WWE. That is it. We are yeah. the wrestling world. But we are yeah. wrestling. And the weird thing is, especially you know, uh, you're in the UK. I don't know what it's like in the US, but when you say wrestling to people, they say like like, like WWE. Like, WWE right. is wrestling. Like, but it's uh... with that, to me, is the truth, which is that. AJ Styles doing a video on Slammiversary didn't affect anyone other than those of us that are already deep enough to know what impact is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, I mean, that's another great example. My God, they let AJ Styles do a video. It's like, bro, he worked in TNA for 12 years. <laughs> like, he's missed they, the TNA, bro. Yeah, like they would, if, you know, they would hang his jersey in the rafters if this was fucking, mm-hmm. um, folks, the show took a bit of a turn. I do hope you enjoyed the conversation. I was saying, I clearly get pretty fired up about it because I just think, I love wrestling, man. I just think sometimes it gets in its own way. Um, blood and guts tonight. Monty, any final words, faults, grins, grimaces? Um, oh, I genuinely can't explain how excited I am to see Claudio yeah. and Eddie interacting Me too, mate. with each other and how that goes yeah. down. Because the five seconds or so on row two was perfection. <laughs> so yeah man I'm, I'm fired up I am fired up for Blood and Guts like it is genuinely like I've got it I try not to get too too over excited for these so I'm trying to convince myself currently that this isn't a match of the year contender which it probably will be let's be honest I'm really hopeful man I, my only concern is the ad breaks but I think there's too many geniuses you said even without Danielson you've got Claudia in the mix so I'm very excited guys I think we're going to do uh, Bobby, myself, maybe Oracle, maybe Shoot, maybe Monty, I don't fucking know. But we're going to do something on Twitch afterwards. If the show sucks, just go to my Twitter at Joe Holbert and you'll probably see that I'll be like, we're not doing it anymore because, <laughs> you know, I think it's going to be three in the morning. But if it rules, we'll go do something on Twitch. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed this. Enjoy Blood and Guts. Monty, thanks as always for, for hopping on, pal. Mm-hmm. And uh, enjoy the show, guys. Keep grinning. All hell. Bless.